Oh, we make magic, baby. Mikey Woo! and Luke back in the studio <laughs> with Rick Ross. Gee, it is good to be here as always, mate. Today, this is a request from one of the listeners. It gets you fired up. It does. Yeah. Very good-looking listener as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, Taz. Oh, no. No. That's your partner. Oh, is it Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. She is good-looking. She's very good-looking. Get into it, Taylor. Well, she wanted to us to discuss dressing for success, or basically... What she was explaining was to stand out. She she takes this very seriously. Yeah, she is. Uh, she dresses to a very high standard. And I wrote down a note too, and it, and it also said, and also like, don't smell. Yep. And I'm like, get a cologne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is just for some context. Um, we, we went out went for out, dinner. Went out for dinner the, the other night, and we said to the girls, "You got to turn up with three podcast topics." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so this was one like, of the Don't, don't worry about what wine we're drinking, nah. what you want to eat. We want to know three podcast yeah. topics. So this was year. one that came up from, from my partner, Taylor, and we thought we'd unpack it because I just dress so well. This is very interesting, this topic, because you're a big roller of basically like a shorts, T-shirt. Yeah, uh, I just don't just care. Keep, keep comfortable, right? Might have a hole in your T-shirt. Yeah, but but like we'll talk about, I think... Uh, when I became a mortgage broker, I'd never worn a suit apart from the school ball, right? And I went and I had to get into a suit. Yeah. And I was in a suit for a long time, and every now and then I still do. Well, because your photo mm. that you roll as your profile pic mm. is you real jazzed up in a yeah, suit. Yeah, taking the piss in a suit, <laughs> doing a pose. Yeah. So when you turn up to meetings, that must be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, if I've got a meeting with someone I know that's a friend, I'll text them and be like, is it okay if I turn up in mufti? Oh yeah, Mufti, yeah. you call it Mufti. Yeah. He's still well, whatever. Yeah, 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 no, yeah I like yeah. it. You know, like a hoodie. And um, but if it's someone that I've never met before, I'll make an effort, put on a nice shirt, nice pants, nice shoes, blah blah blah. Yep, and make sure I dress to impress. Now, for context, Taylor is in a role where she is selling quite mm. often, right? Yeah, real estate sales. Yeah, yeah. So she'll want to be well presented to have discussions with people. Yeah. She wants to be taken seriously, etc. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Notice, noticed for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she does. And also, she's probably analysing, I'd imagine, her opposition or people in the market that she's effectively competing with going, hmm, you know, how can I stand out versus them mm-hmm. or what do I need to, to do? She does. She says to me, they're so boring. Really? Yeah. So she wants to be vibrant. <laughs> yeah, she wants to be like her clothes to be loud and look good, yeah. And stand out and be noticed, you know. Because I guess in a, in real estate, there's a I guess it's a, a part of it is like a statusy type thing, right? Hundred um, percent. You're like, oh, that's a real estate agent. You can tell because they've got the Audi A5 and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the flash suit on on the weekend. You know, no one else is wearing a suit on the weekend. Yeah. Um, but I think for girls as well, like it's a um, a feel good thing and confidence, and you know, they would have a conversation with anyone if you look good. And I, I think that what you said there, clothing is a form of status. People will mm. take, like, a lot of people will say no, they try and say, like, no, 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 I just wear straight tees and stuff, but people will associate with a brand 
and they will pay money for that. And that's why you see Gucci, Prada, like all these massive brands mm. are basically playing off of status of you wanting to spend that money to to go look. I'm wearing something of status. Yeah, and then that means something to you. So your identity partly is tied up in the clothing you wear. I believe. Yeah, it's an interesting one, eh? Because like for me personally once I'm outside of needing to wear something as in like I'm at work and it's important to look tidy and respectable um, and and dress reasonably well maybe in a suit or whatever depending on what place you're in once I get out of work man I don't care you're nude pretty much could like, be it could be a, it can be a ripped t-shirt it can be ripped shorts like mm. You know, my mates were laughing at me the other day because I was fishing and we're covered in bait and stuff and I've got white T-shirts on and a white, a white shorts. And it's like, yeah, mate, you're off to Wimbledon, but you're going to be covered in blood in like half an hour. <laughs> like, I just don't care. Like, it's a real weird one for me. Mm. But I know, personally for me, I think being tidy is quite important. Yeah, that's good. Um, because I, I get that from my cars and stuff and I look at how cars are presented and if they're rough, I'm like, oh, you're rough. That's how I judge. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, I look at your wheels and I'm like, you don't give a fuck about your car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because correct. <laughs> yeah, and correct. I haven't cleaned it once yeah. since I've had it. <laughs> but then people will say that about me when they look at me and how I dress. And they'll be like, mm. oh, he must be. Like, they'll be like, oh, he looks homeless. That's how, judge, how I get judged. They'll be like, you're homeless or broke <laughs> because you're so rough. Yeah. But then, like, I, have to, I do turn it on for when I need to, right? Certain events days at work it depends on the season you're in I think yeah and I think it, it depends on the environment you're in so if I step through a few of these different things I've seen in my life you know when I was employed for instance when I got into auditing it was this is the the uniform effectively like you can choose what to wear but it is this and there's yep. a there was a guide as a, a male or a female of what you can and can't wear mm. because you're going and you're representing that organization you're going and working with clients and stuff so there's an expected standard and even when you started you got an allowance to go buy clothing yeah i think that's important like if you're upholding a brand or a company that you're working for mm. and there's expectations there you better meet them yep cuz you know that's that's what's required and and it is you're representing no matter what you're doing anytime you're representing your brand or the brand you're working for both of them and yeah if, if Mikey looks homeless, then it's not a good look, you know? Because people will judge you as much as they shouldn't, and yep. we try and teach people not to, they will. 100%. Judging yeah. is a is a 100% thing that happens, no matter how much you try and tell me that it doesn't. Yeah. 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 It's just, a, it is what it is. Now, interestingly, when I got deeper into the horse racing space, what I noticed with a lot of the older, especially men, mm. there is an expectation you should be completely clean shaven. And I don't roll like that. And really? I started to hear it, and then I started to notice that a lot of the older people, especially very successful, always immaculately clean-shaven, no facial hair. I think facial hair, a younger person type thing, mm. but that's not really seen uh, amongst some of them. So I would start thinking, wow, I wonder if I should do that. But, but then I would go, right, well, that's not you, so I'm not going to do that, mm. but I would ensure that I was like, tidy or well yeah. you know, exactly like you said before you know I'm not scruffy I'm not just like oh yeah I probably should have had a shave before I come to this yeah. lunch I'd be like okay I need to be very like it needs to be well groomed you've just used your awareness and been like oh there's a certain expectation around this group yeah and how they roll and I'm going to make sure that I don't slide outside of it because I know one option that I've got to have a chat with them sort yeah of thing. and I know that they'll judge me yeah same same thing this week I was dressed in a shorts and a shirt working from home and because that's sort of how I roll now. I just what I've learned is 
dressed to the environment, dressed to the uh, audience. Mm. Now, my environment was at home, working from home, no meetings. I'm in my flow zone, creativity. I'm writing, doing all this stuff. And then I'm like, okay, I've got a meeting at this time. Or I've got a couple of phone calls. They can't see me, so I'm still in that. And then I've got a meeting in person, and I'm going into an environment where I want them to take me seriously, and I know how they'll probably be dressed, and I know that they're managing millions of dollars of people's money. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I'll probably ditch this <laughs> yeah. uh, uniform or tire, <laughs> and I'll probably put up. a shirt on and some pants on yeah. as well. Yeah. And that's what I did for that hour and then I got home and then changed again mm. because I'm aware that I will be judged how I turn up to that mm. and I got in the office to come to work the other day and a guy jumped in the lift with me and I spoke to him and I was nice to him and he engaged with me and then instantly I saw him like look me up and down like fuck I wonder what this dude does in this building because he was in a nice shirt pants and stuff yeah and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt yeah man it, people when I'm sitting in meetings people look at my watch all the time Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, I What's that it. watch worth? Is it expensive? Nah. Oh, okay. That's nah, a Seiko. Because that's what dudes will do. They'll get dear, dear watches to sort of flex their... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about, like, you can just buy a fake Rolex. Can you? Yeah. And then people will just look at it and compliment. Oh, wow. Yeah, my dad tells a story of he was at a party once and he had bought a fake Rolex on a trip to Mexico or something like that. And it was a good fake, you know, like he paid a hundred bucks or something. So it was a high quality fake. And there was this guy at this party... And he just kept going on about it. He's like, mate, you must have just done so... It's so impressive. You've done so well. Like, it's just really cool to see you be able to afford a watch like that, you know? I think it's 20 grand or something back in yeah. the late 80s, wow. 90s or whatever. And it just went on and on and on. And Dad took it off. He said, here, mate, you can have it. <laughs> and the guy fucking lost his mind. <laughs> so, so he, like, didn't believe that it was fake. He just yeah. had to keep believing that Dad had done well. Hilarious. But that's what the People judging do. and the status yeah. in society is like. And you can play on it. Mm. Yeah, you can yeah. use it to your advantage. Like, and it built. It helps you build confidence. Like I know Taylor, my partner. She dresses up, puts a lot of effort into her hair, makeup, jewelry, outfit, the whole lot, nine yards. And then some one person that morning says, "Wow, you look nice." Boom, good day. Yeah, like it gives it gives that like psychological sense of achievement. Yeah, and then she's rolling, you know. Yeah, and she is like if you talk to her, she's a happy, bubbly person. Mm. And that's probably a part of it, you know, because she gets the confidence from that. Yeah, she's doing well, right? Yeah. And this is where it's such a fine line because people would say, oh, but that's, you know, why do you need to, why does it matter what you wear to, you, your confidence shouldn't come from your clothing. You can say all that stuff, but... It's just not true, though. Yeah, like, you've got to know a, yourself. Yeah, they're, they're, you have to be truly honest with yourself and be okay with, like, if someone says that, like, Jesus, mate, you look homeless to me, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people that would affect. Mm. So you have to be honest with yourself to know that you can take that. Yeah. Like I, I have literally, you can say anything you want to me. I was brought up in a non-sensitive way. I got taught what humor was very early on and I can take punishment. Yeah. But uh, some people can't and you have to recognize that and you have to make sure that you can take it if you're going to go down that road. Yeah. Well, Conor McGregor, I think, is a good example of somebody who, because I think you can... You kind of want to find your own style and yeah. roll with that. And he was very big on being well-presented, suited up at... His vibe is ultimate confidence, right? In yeah. A, in a different way. Like, my version of ultimate confidence is I don't care. Do whatever you want. I'll do what I want. Yeah. Connor's version of ultimate confidence is like, I'm taking over this room. Yeah, yeah. And you better be watching. Yeah, you and know? you'll notice what I'm wearing. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be... And, and then we started to see 
You know, you, you hear Conor McGregor say, look at look at everyone up here. They're all trying to talk like me. They're all trying to dress like me. You know, because people yeah. are going, oh, yeah, maybe I should. standard, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I think individually you've got to figure out sort of what your standard is or what your profile is, um, how what your relationship is with clothing. Mm. And this is why places have changing rooms, right? Because they know that, Humans lack confidence to a degree. We'll change it. We'll come out, and then we're hoping that someone will say to us, "Yep, like that looks great." Yeah. And then that's probably the thing that pushes you over the edge to, to go and buy it. But I think you want to try and get yourself to a point where you can go shopping on your own. You can buy a whole heap of shit, and you get home, and no matter if you put it on, you don't care what people are like. Like, oh, sorry, you brought that, or like, oh, you know, where where did, where did that come from? You're like, yeah, I fucking brought it, and I'm rocking it. Yeah. You know, like that's. <laughs> The sort of level I, I yeah. think that if you because then you're not relying on the clothing. It's just you're making decisions faster. Otherwise, you're stuck in the rut down there, of like waiting for the right person to say, "Yeah, you should get that." Or yeah, and then it's that's that's hard. Yeah, it is funny, and it can it can uh, the raising the standard thing happens in all sorts of things. Like talking about Connor and now how everyone in the UFC turns up in a suit used to just be UFC singlets and beanies. Mm. You know, Connor turns up, boom, game changed. People have got diamond chains, yeah. they're walking around in three pieces, like completely different to before Connor was around. And it happens in little parts of society as well. Like, I'm, and again, you cannot change the fact that people judge and look at status. So a, an example I know of very well is... Probably 20 years ago, my parents bought a batch up north, you know, when, when land in New Zealand was cheap as shit. <laughs> and dad built a garage and put his boat in, and he got a tractor, right? And this tractor he bought from Rotorua, it was a rusty old heap of shit, but because he, because of his skill set, he restored it and it made it look like brand new. Now he goes and parks this at his batch and people see it driving around. Everyone's got these old rusty tractors like how his one started. Over the next five years everyone's tractor turned into a brand new tractor because it was like a thing. Mm. And it raised, it kind of like raised the standard of the area where these beach houses were. And everyone is like, hmm, that guy's got a nice tractor. I'm going to need a nice tractor. Yeah, And that's a thing. Like it does do that. And you see that in certain company brands, when you see um, like people win employer of the year and all of the people at the place are like, yeah, I really like working here. They you know, they stand for something or whatever. That's all like a brand-based thing, right? And it, it comes back to the same thing. Like if someone starts off by changing the mould or, or dressing nice and portraying that confidence, people want that. Yeah. So yep. if you want to do it, squeeze it. Squeeze it. Yeah, the other thing was, you know, don't smell, right? But um, yep. I think for blokes... Get a cologne. As much as you might be like, no, I'm a fucking tradie. I don't do that shit, man. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Okay, yeah, you might not need to wear it to the job site, but there may be a season in which you need to wear that or there's something you're going to. But people will notice the way that you smell as well. That's why colognes are a thing, and that's why Bernard No is the richest person in the world mm-hmm. from time to time. It all fluctuates, but he's selling designer status type things. Yep. And we go through duty-free, and there's just alcohol and per- colognes, perfumes yep. and stuff. For blokes, go and get a Dior. If you know nothing about cologne, get Dior Sauvage. It's the most commented on cologne I've ever come across. And ladies and gentlemen, Luke knows his colognes. (laughs) I only have about 48 of them. (laughs) It's my thing. It's the thing that I like to spend money on. Yeah. And 
the, you can get the Alexa version. It is 40% stronger than basically the, the baseline one. And it is fucking grunty. You don't spray it too much. Otherwise, people are like, wow. Um, but get something, like don't overthink it and try and get the perfect thing. But if you get a Dior Sauvage, you, there's there's a likelihood that people may not comment, but they will definitely At a bare smell minimum, it. you can't smell bad. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to be clean. Yeah. You know, like it's, a, it's off-putting, man. Yeah. Like if you stink, <laughs> then when you people meet someone, it. it's something and they judge notice. you. Yeah, it's a yeah. judge, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. So, you know, just think like if these if if you need to be at like high confidence or trusting in yourself, then if you know that there's areas of your makeup, whether it's how you look, what you're wearing, how you smell, don't do things that are gonna draw you back because you're gonna think about it. And instead of thinking about what you need to be doing yeah. or delivering on or act and how you should be acting, you're gonna be worried about that. Now, as an example for me, when I go and speak, I know that I'll get excited slash nervous and be sweating. Yep. So quite often I will wear a jacket because I know I'll be thinking about, oh shit, you know, how, how much am I sweating? Yeah, the pit sweat, you know? Yeah. You know? So in here, boy. <laughs> shit. We've got the air con cranking, but we're bringing the heat. So then I'll, I'll leave a jacket on. But other environments I might speak in, I might just speak in a T-shirt, but I'll wear a T-shirt that I know, okay, that's not going to matter if I'm going to be speaking in that and sweating, for instance. So this is something for all of us to be thinking about because you don't want your brain to be taken away from the task that you should be focused on. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why this is important. But I've had a job where I worked in a distribution center and I would wear a high-vis yellow singlet mm-hmm. and that was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, So there's no one-size-fits-all for these things. One of the goals, mate, that I had written down over the last couple of years was to go and get some tailored shirts mm. because I usually buy dress shirts from, I've kind of gone away. So I went, started my career, corporate. I started buying dress shirts. I was really fascinated by that. I thought tires, epic. And then I'd get tires with a cufflink set and then I just realized I'd never use any of that shit. So I was just in the in the funnel of just spending for things yeah, I yeah. didn't need. <laughs> and then I got into, uh, I stayed, stayed in, in business and it became like shirt with no, with no um, tie, which is cool. And so I'd start buying three wise men shirts and they're about a hundred bucks per shirt, good quality, and they would last for some time. Now I would go out of town when I worked in the Naki, for instance, and I could know that basically I'd be probably the only person in that town that would be rolling that shirt because people just weren't shopping there, so I'd get them sent. Anyway, you get to a bigger city, that thing, those things change, there's a high chance you might end up wearing the same thing as someone else when you're shopping at those things, and that's completely fine still, but you know, I still did that, and, but those shirts would last for ages, but they would be these different sort of fits. And I'd always wondered, I wonder, wonder what it's like. Like I'd see people say, you know, once in your life, get a tailor-made suit mm. or shirt, something that's built to, to fit you exactly. And as I started to make a bit more coin over this last few years, I've sort of written down, I'm going to go and do that at some stage. Now, January this year, I was writing down, okay, what things do I want to buy this year or achieve? And I looked at last year and I'm like, I still haven't gone and done that. And so... I thought, well, I'm going to do that right now because I wasn't massively busy. Straight into it. So I Googled, you know, getting shirts tailored and I found a couple of places in Auckland that do it. And oh, so this has happened. Yeah, so no, no, <laughs> pricing, no pricing on the website. Nah, shit, no. Yeah, and now I'm like, oh, okay, this is different to how I normally shop, you know. Okay, select that shirt, what size, that's the price, bang, yeah. get it sent. and Different clientele, mate. Price don't matter. Bingo. So I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore this. So I head up to a place where they do it, and I won't name them because um, I don't 
think they probably don't need the advertising anyway. But <laughs> but anyway, I I go in there and I say, hey, I'm looking at getting a um, a shirt tailored, and I've just rolled it off the street. I'm wearing an AS color twenty dollar top and some <laughs> and some jean shorts. Yeah. And I get the like the sort of like the look up and down like oh yeah okay um, because it's a process it's not just you roll in mate you know it's usually you book online you find a time and you come in which is how Luke likes to go it's like all right let's do this yeah five minutes I'm done I'm out bingo so I get in there and I'm like you know hey uh, what's the go and they're like well uh, basically yep you you pick what uh, fabrics you want what they what colors they are and you select from a batch that we've got and they get you know, we measure you up and they get um, tailored for you and they get sent over it takes six weeks and you come in you try them on and we see how they fit and then we can make any changes here as well and I'm just like yeah cool 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 process so what's the cost here yeah oh yeah it's uh, $500 per shirt I'm like oh okay yeah and everything inside me I'm like now I'm dragging back to my <laughs> scarcity my young Danny Burke small town paper run that's ridiculous I can get a shirt for $80. How many shirts can I get for $500? I would go, those are three wise men. <laughs> and everything's screaming me at me, get, get out of the shop and go to that other place that you looked at and see. And I thought, and then the other side of me kicks in and is like, it's probably exactly the same. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, okay. So he's talking to me still and I'm not even listening. I'm talking to myself going, am I doing this? Am I not? And I'm going, maybe I'll just get one done. Fuck, what a waste like to go through all this to just get one shirt done. Maybe I'll get two. Can I can I can I accept leaving here with a thousand dollars? It's ridiculous. And I'm like, Yes, yeah, sweet, okay, let's do it. And he's like, Yeah, okay, so what do, what do you mean? And I'm like, Oh, can we do it now? And he's like, Oh, uh, yeah, okay, well look, uh, head upstairs and I'll be be with you. So I go upstairs and he brings a tape measure up and stuff, and there's like a thing around the wrist to put some pins into and whatnot. And I can understand people that I sound massively privileged whatever you want to throw at me fucking white people something whatever it is you want to call me rich <laughs> accountant years, fuck exactly so i'm thinking i want to do this this is a go- like a life goal like something i've wanted to do i'm going to have to part with the coin and also for context i had been very disciplined with putting money aside and things like that and i'm like i'm going to like this is one of the things that i want to mm-hmm. reward myself with so i come to terms in my head with okay I could walk out of here with spending two Gs on four shirts. This is mm. unbelievable from what I'm used to, but yeah, yeah. you know, this this is something I've wanted to do in my life. So I go up there and I've disrupted their entire funnel because really if I had a booked in and gone, <laughs> oh, shit. I get the like, okay, sit down first. Would you like a beer? Would you like a whiskey? Would you like a champagne? Because I'm, I'm like 10 minutes in walking around the corner and I'm like, oh man, there's bottles of whiskey and shit here. There's some champagne. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who gets this? <laughs> And then he's like, oh, mate, so sorry, I forgot to ask, did, did you want a drink? And I was like, oh, I actually don't really want a drink because <laughs> I'm like, it's whatever time it was on a, on a Tuesday or something. And anyway, he brings over these massive boxes and there's 20 of these folders I've got to go through. This ain't good for a guy like me. Nah. I'm like, I want a white, a black, a check, and maybe a pink. Yeah. And so he's You've like, already decided. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah okay, so I've got to go back to Barker's, mate. <laughs> Man, there's all these different fabrics, there's these different textures, there's these different colours, there's these different styles. And I'm like, oh man, and you're just looking at this tiny piece of cotton that is just like a strip. Yeah. And you're deciding off of that. So I pick out these four, and anyway, I was probably there for an hour and a half. Um, bonus, could charge my Tesla whilst I was there. Oh. <laughs> nice, nice service. Yeah, good. I leave there, I've got to pay a 50% deposit, so yeah. I parted with a G. I go home, and I'm like, 
sort of buzzing like, wow, that's, you know, I've just broken uh, like a cool. ceiling. Yeah, broken a ceiling in my life of, holy shit, I didn't think I'd ever pay that much for, for shirts. And and then I um, am now going to have to wait, you know, ages for them. I get them, uh, sorry, six weeks later I get the call, I go in and I try them on and I'm like, man, these are actually a little bit underwhelming. <laughs> Oh, no. Because I just don't care enough, right? But nah, I'm like, oh, don't. I don't know. Why. Like, could these be like taking it a bit more? Or and so basically, they put some pins in it, and they're like, mate, you know, if we do this, there's sort of no going back from here, eh? You know, you can't really just unwind it from here. We can mm. always make them smaller, but we can't make them bigger. So it's all right. Yeah. So anyway, we whack some needles in them and whatnot, and maybe it takes a week. And I go in, and same thing. So I get them. And and I get these um, these shirts. And you put them on, and I'm like, and this is one of them. <laughs> this is one of them, mate. And oh, then, is it? And then on the way oh, home, I've, nice. I've stopped at Rincon to get some chicken, oh, and I've put a little bit of fat straight on the first one as well. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, I'm an idiot. I shouldn't be doing this stuff. You know, this stuff isn't made for me, right? Yeah. But anyway, I um, I get the concept of it. At some stage in your life, you should try and wear something that is like is, is made for you because it's more. It's the process, yep. and it's not just, okay, I'm going to go in and get a shirt. And this is obviously not everyone's cup of tea. But then instantly it unlocked in my brain. I thought, what am I doing? I love Three Wise Men shirts, mm. and they're really good quality. I should just take those to a tailor and say, hey, could you please just... Trim these up a bit. Yeah. To, to And they... So I went and explored that. That's what normal people do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You really went the long way with yeah. having to build out a really good business, save some money, and <laughs> to, buy, to, to spend right to, to to make <laughs> to go back to the right way to do things. Yeah. <laughs> so I roll into this tailor, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it'd be forty bucks to do that." Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're "Joking." Now I'm paying $120 for a shirt it's again. It's a $1,960 fucking... saving. <laughs> yeah. What a bloody idiot. So anyway, um, it was, but it was a very interesting experience, and it was for me. It was then okay. So when do you want to get your jacket done? I was like, probably another time. Like, probably yeah. not. I don't know. I don't know if I need a jacket. But um, it's interesting because you, then you've got the. It's like getting a new car or something, right? Where you've got that next couple of weeks where when you get into it, you're like, mm. oh yeah, this is my like made to measure mm. shirt or whatever. But eventually that will off. wear off. But yeah. then I've thought, well, I can just go straight to this tailor. So then I've taken a couple of shirts to them to go and see yeah. um, what they turn out like. But again, that. Like I'll, I'll every now and then go. I'll go to the wardrobe. I'll go to a meeting. I'll go. I'm probably going to put that shirt on, mm. and it's like almost putting on a little bit of armor, or sort of like I know that that shirt cost me five hundred dollars, so I'm going to take that seriously yeah. when I wear it. Yeah. And then when I roll into that meeting, there's like a little. I'm not thinking about it, but like it's built. It just yeah. does something. Adds to the occasion a little bit mm. because it's like and it triggers you in your mind being like, right, today's serious. We're getting yeah. we're getting the armor on and we're going in confident and we're putting our best foot forward. That's it, yeah. yeah. And and it's I said, oh, these shirts are all good to get dry clean. They're like, mate, if you're spending five hundred bucks on a shirt, I probably wouldn't take them to the dry cleaners. I'm like, fuck, now I have to iron these things again. <laughs> like, oh, this no. is, it's been one of the dumbest things I've done. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, that's something that I had had on my list of things to go and experience. And would I do it again? Hmm, like probably not for a while. Yeah, uh, but, it probably, but probably do it a different probably way. having it. I mean. Completely away from the confidence of a nice shirt. Fuck, sorry, I've got something in my eye. Completely away from the confidence of having a nice shirt is the fact that it was on your list, so it became a driver and a motivator. Bingo. So it forced you to make sure you didn't spend money on other dumb shit because you had a goal to reach. Mm. Forced you to make a certain income so you could 
waste money on a dumb yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had all these other things, the journey part, right? Mate, this shirt comes we, from Italy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so do Italians. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just something that it's always the journey, not the result, right? And it's a it's part of it. It's like a nice car for me. It's, yep. been, it's been about, it's helped me grow a massive, well, not a massive, sorry, a really a business that I'm quite proud of because a, a little fast car, was something that I wanted to check off my list. I wanted to buy it brand new, mm. and I did it. And to do it, I had to do all of this shit along the way to help me get it. Yeah, and it, and it breaks your ceilings because I had my mum and my sister stay this week, and and I showed them these shirts, and I said, oh, "I got some shirts tailor made. Like, what do you reckon these cost? Like, I don't know, like one hundred <laughs> and thirty. I kept saying up, 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 and I thought this would be interesting, you know. And when I told them. Like they didn't get anywhere close to the fact that they're half a rack each for a shirt. Yeah. And mum's like, holy fuck, you've got too much money. You know, like that's the response. Yeah, it is. And maybe that's right. Like maybe it's not. But that is, for me, I'm like, I've gone in there and I've tried to make sense of how people do this mm. regularly. Because I'm not the first guy to go in here and do this. No, like, this is what they do every day. There's running up there that has been going for a while. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to understand, like, how is this normal for some people, mm. you know, and, and maybe like why. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend this money, but I will learn some shit mm. through this process as well. And It also yeah. teaches you that uh, certain things are valuable to certain people and not others. Definitely. Like it's probably not a valuable experience for you, but it might be in 10, 20 years. Who knows? Mm. You know, your time frames change and you start valuing things differently and who knows? Yeah. But yeah, you definitely pick up when you go and do stuff like that experiences. Um, like when I did some travel and stuff last year and rented a Lamborghini, like you start to, you learn what you value and what you don't. And you're like, okay, cool. I don't need to do that anymore. Yep. It's crossed off, it off the list. That doesn't provide me any value. Got it out of my system. Chuck it. Yeah. You know, like, right, let's focus on the next set of things so we can decide if we like those or not. Exactly. And then, you know, you might find that you'll pay exponentially more for something else that you didn't used to think of because you found out that that experience sucked and that one was cool. I'm going to increase that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and- and also, because I'm fascinated by business, then the whole time I'm analysing the process, you know, mm. what's the this, what's this system from here once I leave? But, you know, you get there and it's shake the hand. Um, you're getting texts, like individual texts from the mm. person that's looking after you saying your shirts are in store very now. personalised, Yeah, eh? it's very different to mm. go online, bang those into a cart, right, hopefully those those turn up on time. And yep. then yeah, so uh, interesting, interesting experience to go through. But for me, mate, like I would be just com- as comfortable in a $500 shirt as a $20 AS colour shirt and that's where sometimes I have to remind myself to dress for my audience or who I may be speaking to mm. and what sort of effort I'll go to and also you know like I'll go to different speaking events or different environments and sometimes I'll want to just basically go in real casual and chilled but then I know that's just probably not respectful to them mm. so I'll think about what they may be expecting if they're listening to me speak, for instance, or if I'm turning up and I'm saying, you know, in business, think about doing X, Y, Z, and they're thinking, well, look at the state of this bloke. Yeah. But you touched on earlier, it's very interesting. You'll find, you know, um, Zuckerbergs and Steve Jobs and Elon and stuff, they'll usually have very similar outfits because they're trying to decrease the amount of time that they're spending thinking about what they're wearing. And I think as well, yeah. when you get to a point of making massive cash, like spending $500 getting a shirt tailored, that's not a thing for them because they've like, got a fucking billion dollars. So they'll probably get yeah. the tailor to fly to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll probably yeah. find the best tailor in the world. Yeah, they probably know? get them on the private jet in between meetings, you know, like it's a different level. Yeah. And, and they really do 
Yeah, they're, it's completely different again. Like, you just seem to see them walk around in white and black T-shirts. Yeah. That's what it seems to be like. Um, and, you know, they've, they're have at another level that there's only a few people on the planet that are on. Yeah. <laughs> so, different again, but yeah. Each to their own. Everybody's different. But I do think, like, as a summary, if you... If clothing brings you confidence and you need confidence, then do it properly until you outgrow needing clothing for your confidence because that's also a dangerous path to be on. Yeah, those are guys like Elon and Zuck and all those guys. Like they have a personal brand that is more powerful than any brand they could wear. Yeah. So they are bigger than the clothing label that's on their shirt. Mm. Um, and. 99.99% of us don't have that. <laughs> and also, you have to be careful when you try and outdress your own standards and thoughts of yourself because mm. other people can sniff it out. Fake, well, it's fake or not authentic. Yeah, and yeah. people that are or have gone through that journey, they can see when you're trying to cover something up. Mm. So you have to be careful. Like, this is a very nuanced topic mm. because it's individual to, to each person but, yeah. but someone rolling up with their whatever handbag or their whatever glasses or something you know people are going to be judging you on that and I'm thinking hmm you know what's the go there what's can you actually help me can you actually provide the solution and that is what people mostly want so people go to Mikey and they might think this dude ain't wearing a suit like the other mortgage advisor we spoke to or the person that I spoke to at the bank, but Mikey's like, oh, I've seen this a hundred times before. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a Saturday. Yep, I'll talk to you yeah, right now. Yep, yeah, I'll do this. I'll get you faster. You got a track record, you know. Well, but you have to build that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, mm. But also, just by the way, I I do wear shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easy, easy. I was say, we go to a finance dinner this week, mate. Yeah, I'll probably dress like half decent for that. Half decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Just like normal dress. What do they call it? Like casual business. Casual business, yeah, yeah. We'll, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, that, hopefully that has uh, been a good discussion for Taylor uh, from her suggestion. Yeah. And for, the, and for the people out there as well. It's amazing I'm, what we can talk half an hour about, eh? Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> just, just dress properly and don't be a fucking idiot. And get a cologne. <laughs> Have a shower. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.